Okay, welcome back everyone to episode eight or nine. 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 It's the second time we've done that so far. I'm going to keep a tally. <laughs> <laughs> episode, episode nine of, of the, the Taylor Made podcast, um, brought to you by Adam and Danica Taylor. I can see Adam's face at the moment, struggling. To not okay. make the pun. That's fine. The pun yes. Joke. So last episode we were talking about uh, our engagement and how that was for us and how we felt throughout it and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I think um, leading on from that, I think we're going to be talking about planning the wedding and how that was yeah. for us. So we're not going to talk about the actual wedding itself today and what we ended up doing. I think we can talk about that in the next episode because yeah. there's quite... We went on a bit of a journey with the planning of our wedding. Definitely, yeah. Um, we planned a wedding and then we cancelled it, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what I originally wanted and what I was picturing for our wedding uh, was an elopement. I mm. just wanted you, me, and our um, two best friends there. That's yeah. all I wanted. Uh, and then we could have a small dinner with our immediate family afterwards. They weren't going to be at the ceremony because we were just going to be probably at the courthouse. And I wanted a photographer. I was happy to just buy, you know, not even a proper wedding dress. I was thinking something floral, probably. I don't really remember. But um, that's, we wanted our biggest expense to be the photographer. Yeah. But yeah, mostly because we couldn't afford a big wedding and we knew that. Um, and also because there were people in my life who, even though, you know, I was doing what needed to be done and was getting married, they decided to, to cut me off anyway. And that was really hard for me because I'd always pictured them at my wedding and they weren't going to be there. And I've since not been at their weddings either, um, which has been sad, but yeah, I was struggling with the idea of the people who I'd always wanted to be at my wedding, not being there. So I just didn't want to do that. I just wanted to have, you know, a quiet, low budget focused on us wedding Hmm. but that wasn't what you were picturing was it no um (laughs) i was i'd always pictured my entire extended family being there because that's that that, that's all i'd experienced Mm. um my entire extended family is quite large um and And very close quite close yeah definitely so leading up to uh, us planning a wedding um we had been to three weddings actually as a couple um from the time that we met so the first one again like my entire extended family was there all supporting the the, the couple that were getting married and that was the same for both of the others as well the entire family was there and and they were beautiful beautiful yeah amazing people the, there's yeah. always this um i don't know is it a stereotype of when people are engaged and they go to other people's weddings they're like ours will be better. <laughs> and we weren't like that. No. Because um, for us, it's very much about people enjoying themselves and people yeah. did at all of these weddings, which is yeah, the most definitely. important thing. Uh, I think what was hard for us was we knew we wanted that. And like, I, d- I didn't want to deprive you of that, but we couldn't afford it. No. And we both knew that. So what we were planning was to have the small wedding now and have the photos that we wanted and be happy. And then after we graduated uni, we'd do a big uh, wedding ceremony like a big party yeah with the extended family so that we still got that but <laughs> the way adam chose to break this to his parents yeah this was not which is probably where a lot of the problems <laughs> came from was he chose to lead by telling them they weren't allowed to come to our wedding <laughs> to be fair <laughs> 
And I can't not try and defend myself for this. <laughs> no, there is no defense. No, I know. There is no defense. That was but a really shitty thing to do. <laughs> it was. But to be fair, we were already unhappy about possibly being made to do something that we didn't want to do. Well, definitely being made to do something that we weren't ready to do. True. Not, uh, we wanted to get married once we That's decided true. we that wanted true, to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, we wanted to do, do it in our way. And I was already defensive about my family wanting to be there and wanting to, um, you know, experience our wedding like everyone else's that they had so far, which is completely understandable. So you were feeling the judgment before there was any judgment. Definitely. Once again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The expectation. The expectation of judgment. And I was already defensive about it. Yeah. Mm. Don't think I've ever actually put it in those words but yes that's exactly what it was yeah but yeah i I definitely could have handled it better yeah like and sometimes i wish that i had Mm. i i often wish i often wish that i had yes um i can't change it now no but anyway basically that led to an upset set of parents to say the least and he chose to tell them this when we were at one of the weddings that was happening before ours as well which was a beautiful wedding and gorgeous um only added fuel to the fire of we could do the same thing what we struggled with and we very much like if we'd been okay with it being extremely low budget in that it didn't look how we wanted it to look we could have done it i think what what my and I think it was very much me I don't think you would have minded as much although Mm. you did you did want it to look good as well yeah we wanted it to look a certain way and feel a certain way we wanted it to feel like a wedding we didn't want it to feel like a barbecue yeah you know definitely it still needed to feel like a wedding and that costs money and we were trying to find a middle ground especially after Adam's um, family got quite upset um, and we don't blame them I mean to be told you're not allowed to go to the wedding of your eldest child who is the first one to get married <laughs> cannot be a pleasant feeling no, <laughs> um, no so we don't blame them at all but yeah trying to reconcile the cost of an elopement with the cost of a bigger wedding yeah I think we're to keep out. other people happy as well as us because let's face it it is nice to have the people that you love at your wedding definitely 100 um, i think we figured out it was going to cost us 300 dollars to do to do the elopement um, not including a photographer like of course yeah yeah but i think what ended up happening was the number one thing that i wanted for our wedding was a good photographer for good photos and we ended up spending money on other stuff and skimping on the photographer and now we hate all of our photos <laughs> I think there's one that we like. Yeah. Out of the hundreds that were taken. <laughs> of us. Of us. I mean, there's plenty of there's other people There's plenty of like. photos yeah. of, of our family, which we did end up having some family at our wedding. It was yeah. a small wedding. Um, we had about 30 people there. About, yeah. Not including children. And that's just because there was not enough space. So, originally, we were going to have the wedding in someone's backyard. Yeah, Um, they had a beautiful backyard. Gorgeous, huge, and um, it had all been recently renovated, so it was was amazing. It looked great. Very comfortable. Um, Everyone knew the the, the house that, that we were thinking about having it in, and there was one thing that we wanted. It was hanging lights. Um, So, we went and got a quote for it. (laughs) and if this doesn't tell you exactly how real the wedding tax is i don't know what will Mm -hmm. um i was we were were standing there talking to 
the the um, event hire place that we were um, looking at getting these lights for, and I was watching the computer. Like I wasn't really meaning to; it just happened. It was just the way the counter. Yeah, was. it was just the way that the counter was, and um, we were talking about it. And she said, "Yeah, it looks to be about eight hundred dollars or so." I'm like, "Oh, really? That's that's actually really really great." Um, at this time, we had not told them that it was for our wedding. And then I opened my big fat mouth and said it was for a wedding. Yeah, and then the, the supervisor doubled the supervisor comes out and he says oh it's for a wedding is it yeah and he points to the screen and says this needs to do this and this needs to do this and this needs to do this i watched the price go from eight hundred dollars to over fifteen hundred dollars it nearly doubled for the same thing the exact exact same same thing thing. like the setup wasn't changing the number of people needed wasn't changing it was literally only that the lights were going to be for a wedding and not for a party yeah and we just couldn't do that i just couldn't justify that no um we didn't have the money. Adam's family didn't have the money. We didn't want to be asking. We didn't want for to money. be spending. We didn't want to be spending that much on it. I mean, eight hundred dollars was a lot at that time. Yeah. But it was. It was. It was. It was over the budget that we we had agreed on. We probably mm-hmm. agreed on maybe I think it was five six hundred dollars something like that for mm-hmm. it. And eight hundred dollars was over that budget, mm-hmm. but it was what we wanted. So it was, and it was only a little bit. Exactly. But to more than double the price for the. Let's just say we were very unimpressed. Yeah. Um, and we walked out of there. And we were already feeling like. It was more than we can afford and that we were compromising on so much. Yeah. And at that point I hadn't organized a wedding dress because I was still, I was still okay with just buying something from somewhere like City Chic or something like that. Just, you know, not a wedding dress, just something nice that made me feel pretty. And I think this is where, you know, we talk a lot about the pressures we got, but I actually don't think we probably got that much pressure. I think we were just so, we were so deep in the trying to keep everyone else happy and trying to meet everyone's expectations that we never stopped to think about what it was that we truly wanted. Yeah. So everyone was telling me that I would regret not getting a wedding dress done. Like, so, you know, my best friend and I, we went round to um, all the bridal shops where we live. We live in a, like we've said before, in an inland city in Australia. It's a country city, um, but a city nonetheless. And we went to every bridal shop we could find. And at the time I was a size 20 um, Australian. Uh, so not not small, <laughs> but not, not overly large either, but not a single bridal shop in our town carried above a size uh, 14, which to me is crazy because the average size of a woman in Australia is size 16. Uh, so I was required to put a deposit down on any dress that I wanted to try on even, and it was a non-refundable deposit. And I was treated very poorly by quite a few of the saleswomen actually. So I was really distraught to say the least because I was already not enjoying this process um so we ended I ended up finding a lady who uh it was a mother and a daughter and they ran a really pretty little boutique store and they made dresses from scratch so um we did a couple of design sessions and agreed on a design for my dress and they were going to make it for me so and my dad very generously agreed to pay for my dress I didn't ask him to he offered so that was just really nice and I felt like he hadn't been very involved in the planning of the wedding not as much as your um parents had been so Mm. it was something he could do for us that 
you know, everyone was saying that I should do. And I, I was very happy with the design so far. So I thought, you know, let's go for it. Let's do it. Basically what happened, I think we've kind of skirted around it because we keep getting caught on tangents yeah. <laughs> um, as we usually do. But what happened was we planned this big wedding in the backyard and we were, we were trying to be really selective about who we invited but we still wanted all of Adam's family to be included and you know what happens anyone who's planned a wedding or is planning a wedding will know if you invite one person then you you have to invite another and another if you're going to invite them you have to invite them and with just doing Adam's family and a just couple, my immediate uh, my, my immediate extended family yeah so not like oh no it was the majority of your extended family um yeah, I guess yeah just mm. By inviting just most of his family, we had over 100 people already. And 128 people in my extended family. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a few in that number, it was a few of my family. But we of hadn't course. even put friends who we really wanted to be there on yeah. that list yet. And That was just family. And we were closer to these friends than we were to some of this extended family. And we were really struggling with that mm. as well. Because I'm, I hate being the center of attention. It was part of the reason, again, that we were considering an elopement. I, I can't handle people looking at me and talking in front of people. Just gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> so I was already, we were already struggling with all of that. We'd sent out save the dates. We'd decided on who we were going to invite, and then this incident with the lights happened, and and we threw our hands up in the air and said, you know what. We're not doing it. Yeah, it was... It's not happening. In Adam's dad's <laughs> words, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. We were yeah. already not happy with how everything was going. We were trying to meet everyone's expectations and it wasn't working. So we didn't. So we didn't do it. Yeah. We just put up a post on Facebook and just said, we're really sorry. We have sent out save the dates, but it won't be happening. We're going to elope. And I guess having only 30 people at the wedding is still considered an elopement. It's a small yeah. wedding. Um, we just had our very close immediate family... Yeah. Um, and our very close friends. There. That's it. That's um, all it and was. that was it. Um, and their yeah. partners. Yeah. I mean, l leading up to that, we what was the number we wanted to spend on our wedding? We wanted to spend under what well, was it? It was under five grand. I under think. five. Yeah. That um, was that was the goal. After we decided, okay, we're gonna have a wedding. We're not gonna elope. What's the number we want to spend on? We want to spend under five thousand dollars. Just a note. We did that. Mm. and <laughs> we succeeded and my, we succeeded that's including the two thousand dollars dad spent on my dress so yeah really our wedding only cost us three thousand yeah. dollars we got married in a beautiful japanese style park attached um, to the university yeah um, i only had to pay what was it eighty dollars for the ninety dollars for, yeah, for the for the, the venue for yeah. the permit we had an absolutely phenomenal celebrant mm. marry yeah. us um fiona she was amazing yeah she did a really, really nice ceremony. The ceremony was my absolute favourite part of the day. I, I loved the ceremony. Yeah. And I what we did... Um, actually, we're not that's supposed not, to be talking about that in this episode. That's next episode, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess leading up to it, we, we spoke with Fiona um, about what we wanted and yeah. that was the first time we really were asked what we wanted mm. which guess. is probably why we loved it so which much. is which is yeah. why we loved it so much we um decided on a few we were able to decide everything we told her this is what we want and this is what we want to do mm. and she was amazing she did an amazing job mm. but um 
next episode we'll talk about the wedding the wedding itself itself because yes. i think we've kind of reached that point now yeah um we've planned our wedding we're ready to go um and next episode you'll have the treat we might actually read you our wedding vows as I well think we should because it'll be yeah. the first time i've read them since our wedding i haven't <laughs> looked at them so i think that will be really nice so it'll be a bit of a touchy-feely episode so if you're not yeah. up for that <laughs> we understand <laughs> but i mean this whole podcast is pretty touchy-feely so if you're still listening at this point you're probably, probably okay with that probably be really <laughs> <laughs> so um thanks for listening again this week guys and um maybe if you're planning a wedding at the moment or have planned a wedding in the past or multiple weddings if you are if you are a wedding planner we'd love to hear some of your stories yeah um, we love stories that's the main reason we do this so yeah. yeah send us all send it all in um when we start getting them in we'll start highlighting some of them on our podcast so come on guys send them in <laughs> uh, and we'll talk to you next week Thank you for joining us for another episode of the TaylorMade podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We're very excited to release a new episode every week on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Instagram at TaylorMade underscore AU and on Facebook at TaylorMade Media AU. Thanks again and we hope to talk to you next time. Have you ever thought about the fact that Bill Nye has probably had a bigger impact on the internet than he has to science?